Welcome to Esoterotica's Fan Service, All Nerd Rotica, September 2nd, 2020. One of the most fantastic things about growing up is finding the people who share your passions and interests, who geek out like you geek out, who you can discuss backstories and timelines and theories on characters that helped keep you going when you needed them the most who can listen to your ideas and solemnly or emphatically nod and say, headcanon accepted. And if we are living our lives well, we all grew into heroes, villains, sidekicks, quest givers, and the background characters moving someone else's story forward. We begin this evening with the question of what it is to share a bed with someone haunted by what their waking life holds, when the mask is more real than the person everyone knows you to be. Bringing you the world of Batman, I am Shadow Angelina. Name. He twitches in his sleep. I stir each time, incalculable. His agitated grip vacillating from tense to loose. Muscle stress between us as moans and whimpers hiss and slip from his tightened lips. In repose, safe in the bed with me warm at his side, violence is never far. A stalking with no perpetrator to hunt down and battle, it lives within him. His breath becomes harsh and quick. Fingers dig into the flesh of my thigh, harder than when we come together in passion. I restrain myself from crying out. I don't want to wake him. Don't want to see the anger turned fear turned shame. Breathe through the pain. I murmur my own name. His clenched hand and jaw slacken. He repeats with an exhale. It will only hold for so long. In perfect stillness, I purr next to his ear. Comfort, a gentle encroachment on his dreams by way of soft, indistinguishable words. The strength of tone and timber the hum of my voice slipping into him, a warm whiskey lacing into his subconscious, embracing like lips, like the warmth of tongue and throat, like thighs and the wet tightness between. I say my name again. He repeats on a feather-light breath. Selena. Jeff Munsterman offers us a poetic triptych that interweaves the very current circumstances of the world we inhabit and the universe of Ghostbusters. Three poems from the Ghostbusters extended universe. One. Slimer discovers a roadkill squirrel in the trash, puts it on his head, runs for president, and wins. 
Most days it feels exactly that dumb. Didn't Doc Brown and Marty spare us this timeline? Is this Nixon's ghost or Andrew Jackson's? All right, so maybe I was born brokenhearted. I'd make for a lousy ghostbuster. Lousy with all these ghosts I'm living by. Lousy dreaming of some random-ass yard sale yields to me a cardboard box filled with direct-to-VHS Ghostbusters spinoffs from the 90s. When a phantom banker asset seizes the firehouse, can tax attorney and sometime Ghostbuster Lewis Tully win it back? Janine Melnitz's new tenement, haunted by the mean-spirited specter, forceful toward the single female residence, but defeating him is easy as donning a proton pack. Zetamore, hero of Harlem, beating back badged ghosts tormenting unarmed black boys. Will the other members of the team help or profess that all ghosts matter? Even as a kid, playing with action figures, I didn't want to seek a fictional universe where I could hide, but sought worlds that offered up tools to help in fixing this one. They say crossing the streams is bad, but what option other than crossing lines we told ourselves we shouldn't is left? Two. There was a time I was addicted to your skin, your touch. We didn't get goodbyes. Who does? I haven't met that person yet. Mediums spoke of malevolence of ill intent, but they don't know you like I do. Telling my shivering self, echoes in the occasional lampshade flicker can't scare me off. Unconsenting, and with the specter of your smile scorching my drier lint irises as I try to catch my breath, I excise myself from all the places that were only mine and never ours until after. A seed the city, hoping it appeases you. It doesn't. Nights I wake up breathless with your hands around my throat. Your spirit gains its strength in staying as mine breaks. All that's left when the love dies. When begging for distance and wishing you peace aren't received as anything more than static just who in the hell are you going to call? Three. I'm standing center stage of an old theater. Dusty black plywood, raggedy burgundy curtains, jacket off, and hanging over a stool too wobbly to comfortably sit on, sleeves roll past my elbows. I lift my arms as I sing my haunted songs. Glowing presences like fireflies at nighttime fill the empty seats. Their calm, joyed expressions are the eradication of all human sadnesses as they bring their hands up in applause or yawns. Only if the living chose to listen like the dead is what I tell myself. But what I really think is that I don't deserve my good luck. Bruises from your biting light yellow up my inner thigh, 
ghost of your nails tickling at my backside as I write this poem. Miracles come speckled to life whether or not I ever come to know the substance of shadows. Happiness like hair draped across my naked chest or wet mouth engulfing. Pleasure is the Gozerian and busting feels good. Ame Sansavant takes us beyond our usual understanding of intimacy and sensuality into the world of altered carbon, where the relationship to bodies and self are completely reimagined. The show Altered Carbon is set in a distant future where people's full consciousness, memories, personality, everything resides in a piece of hardware at the base of the neck called a stack. Stacks and all the information on them are removable and thus can be put in other bodies called sleeves. And thus these sleeves and everything about them is also interchangeable. This sexual musing takes place in that world. Altered Coitus I reach out to touch my face with your hand and can feel the ghost of that touch on your cheek. I see your eyes behind mine. Is that expression the same face I make when I look at you? Or is that the face you would be making in my position now, just under my skin, using my muscles, a new and unfamiliar cascade of hormones washing over your consciousness in my brain? What are you thinking looking up at yourself? Is it the same thing I am or would be? Where do my body's responses end and your thoughts and impulses begin? Or right now, in this state, are those impulses actually mine? The ones I would be making, have made, are mine yours? They teach us the physical brain forms its own pathways based on its unique experience. But now that your experiences are in my pathways, how are you feeling? Are you wondering if it's actually you or me that's feeling? I am. This body is new to me, yet so familiar. I know your skin, all the parts of it, how its texture changes as it wraps from your stomach around your hips and over your muscled ass, how the hair gets softer, lighter as I stroke, your jaw onto your neck, down your chest. I trace the same path on my body now, flattening my palm to feel the heartbeat in my chest quicken under your fingers. But now I am on the inside, feeling your skin I know so well pressed against my skin, skin I know equally well, but not like this. I look at myself, yourself, in me, and get shy for a moment, and a little dizzy, like spinning, not knowing which of us is on top of whom. I close my eyes and focus on the parts of us that are touching and almost laugh because in a way we are both completely and fully touching one another for the first time. 
every single part with every other part, not with fingers, but with nerves themselves. I open my eyes and shift against you, me, moving how I know my body likes, anticipating how it will respond to yours. My skin under you becomes warmer, and and it surprises me. I had never noticed that I did that before. I look up at you, you or my eyes, staring into them, trying to see if you are enjoying me the same way I am enjoying you. A sound hitches in my, your throat. It is a sound I make, yet not quite. Is it involuntary, or are you just used to my throat from that side? I speak your voice to you, a little quiet and unsure. Good? You nod, breathing a little faster now. I know that breathing, that look in my, your eyes. I know what you, me, wants. I, you, want it to. I shift again, and I am inside you, me, yet another way. Instantly, I am dizzy again and have to close my eyes, but this time it makes the sensation stronger. And for a second, I think I may be falling, and all I want to do is let myself fall. It is everything. It is the only thing. I realize I am holding my breath, and I let it out all at once. It is both a sigh and a gasp. I can tell this body is close. One movement and I will release despite my intentions, so I stay. Letting you explore muscles you've never had before. Never felt before, wrapped around you, me. I hold on as long as I can, but can also tell as I, you, grip me harder, you are close too. Good thing these aren't rented. It's been a long time since I was a beginner, and my need for you is going to want a lot more practice. We close tonight with Ruby Shears, grabbing the brush, the pen, the reins, and taking control of the story from inept hands, issuing a challenge perfectly. Everyone, welcome to the stage now, Ruby Shears. Everyone wants a hero, a good guy, a Superman straight from the sky, someone whose moral compass never lies who makes sure that everyone always survives, a hero who doesn't compromise, and who is never too busy to answer your midnight cries. Help us, they say. We need someone to save the day. (laughs) I can't live that way. Always having to wait. I'd much rather be the trap than the bait. I want to be the mission instead of just another date. It's boring to have to stick to the plan that I didn't create. Why would I follow a leader that I know I can break? So, hero, 
what kind of villain do I make? Because what every good guy really needs is a bad guy. A familiar face. An enemy. A familiar face that used to be friendly. So I've committed a couple of felonies. Now you're trying to commit me. Well, then you better move fast like the flash or the city won't be the only thing on its knees. I'll be your pleasant poison ivy. Photosynthesize your inside of me, drooling just at the sight of me. If you would just stop fighting, we could make this garden a dynasty. Give me a little sunshine and a stiff breeze, and I'll do more than just aggravate your allergies. You could be my aqualad. Swimming laps around me while I'm busy polluting your seas, trying to convince me that the ocean should be free. There's blood in the water, and yet you're asking the sharks not to feed. Always trying to deny your basic instincts. Get me close to the edge and then pull me back from the brink. I am weighed down by the urge to see you sink. I am Ursula in love. Can't you hear me sing? Maybe the cries of the masses are just too loud for you to think. I'd shut them up, but you just keep stopping me. Enough is enough. Moving in and out, we are tangled up, and I am begging you to get rough. You could be the tide in me, but your obsession with them is tiring me. I have a jellyfish heart that's full of jealousy. Then again, maybe I could be your Loki Loki. <laughs> Already bloodied up, but not really trying. If you're looking for trouble, then baby, you found hell in me. I could be your hating Hades. No. No, I'm a catastrophe. A cat woman walking on high-heeled feet, stealing all of your past trophies to make more room for me. You say that you understand, but I know that you're lying. It's blasphemy. So I start selling your secrets, and in this economy, who could blame me? <laughs> You're being Cruella to the DeVille, but don't worry, the leash isn't new to me. I'm not an animal, but feel free to abuse me. After all, I'm only guilty of everything that you used to need. <sighs> Riddle me this. If I steal a kiss, would it be out of greed? If we traded licks, would it lessen my drive to feed? If I tried to kill you, would you run and tell on me? Do you have something sexy you would like to share? We love new voices, and we would love to hear yours. Email us to submit your original erotica or get more information at info at esoterotica.com. And with that, we conclude Esoterotica's fan service, All Nerd Rotica. We do hope you've enjoyed this merging of the fantastical and the achingly real. Real. 
Chadwick Boseman was so many things to those who knew and loved him, but the world remember him as a king. Intentional, merciful, powerful, fallible, and always striving to be greater. And we stand in gratitude for everything he did to bring T'Challa to glorious life with such strength and grace both on and off screen. Rest in power, King. Wakanda. Forever. In two weeks, help us celebrate nine years of Esoterotica with our theme, Inspire Me. It will be Banned Books Week, and in honor of that, we will create erotica inspired by poems and novels and stories whose sensuality helped shape the writers we have become. From now till then, remember that the stories we know of those in our lives are usually incomplete. We have been made too painfully aware that you do not know what battles someone else is fighting. We are all still forging our way, figuring out how to deal with what's in our path, and trying to create something better. Intro music was Launch by Ketza. Outro music was a cover of Kendrick Lamar's All the Stars, cover by Beat Central. If you are able, please drop a tip in the digital hat. Thank you for listening to Esoterotica, erotica from New Orleans. As always, a sign-off from our own, Ame San Savant. Other than that, I know we can't wait to see you so very soon, but in the meantime, stay safe, stay sexy, and get fucked! All of our online shows are produced by Jeff Munsterman and Shadow Angelina. Sound recording and mixing by Jeff Munsterman. All rights reserved by the provocateurs of Esoterotica.